You heard it here, folks. Nick Carr, I'm challenging you. Justin Trudeau. Hashtag Trudeau versus Nick Carr. Hashtag going to take you down to Pound Town. Yeah. I'm going to pound you out. Twitter, do your thing. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get pounded out. Oh man! So why why are you gonna fight? <laughs> why are you fighting? I'm gonna, I'm gonna ground and pound why, him. Why are you fighting him again? We're gonna give him the old ground and pound. All right. Mr. Derek Vienhoff. He's better known as Deke. Drinking liquor with DJ Deke. We out laughing. Yeah, Deke. Hey, it's recording? Yeah. Well, feels good to be back. Wow, we're on the air. We're live again. We're back. It's the, uh... It's the D-cast. There's some powerful, significant numbers going on. Oh, today, numerology. Numerology. It is. It's the 50th episode. 50th episode. And it's, it's also 9-11. It's the date of 9-11. The day the towers fell. Never forget. Two giant towers. 17 years ago today. Where were you, Derek? Ooh, the whole where were you? Well, I, can't, I can't remember. Was it 11 planes? Yeah, was it? No. I was uh, grade 8. Was I in grade 8? That would yes, make sense. I was grade, grade seven. 7 at Queen Mary. Yeah. Yep, Queen Mary. They pulled the TV in to watch. Yep. I believe kids saw the second plane second hit tower. on TV. But the first plane, it was just, they'd heard about us and they rolled the TV in. And then yeah, I can't remember if I was if I if saw this. I think the I saw it. I'm pretty sure I saw it in the library. Mm-hmm. Definitely I re- saw the coverage in the library. It was very it was very intense. Yeah, I remember by the time we got to school, everybody was very excited because it school started at 9 a.m. I forgot exact. I feel like it yeah. was around like eight something that it hit. So yeah, the first yeah, yeah that makes sense. You know. News kind of traveled differently back then. Yes. Nobody had Twitter immediately on their phone. There's no phones. They didn't have... No kids had phones. Yeah, a couple. First of all, I don't, know if, I don't know if kids in grade 7 have... I imagine kids in grade 7 do have smartphones at school now. Oh, yeah. Younger than that, even. 2001. It was, a different, it was a different world. It totally was a different world. I was... We, that was our, like... Um, we've talked about it before. That was our, like... Coincided with a political awakening in a way, like being a kid and then transitioning to, like really trying to find out like what's going on and, yep, being serious about it, yep. you know. Do you yep. think what? How do you think it made you more serious about life? Oh, like, it like totally it like. I never watched the news before nine eleven, and then after that, I watched the news like every day for like. 15 years. You just had still, took a giant shot to the arm of news and then yeah, you were just, I just addicted. started watching the news. Um, and I I fancied my... I always saw myself... Well, at that time, I saw myself as, like, political, you know? I was young punk rocker, man. I was I was against George Bush, man. It was the Iraq War, man. Yeah, you wore, like, yellow jackets. We had, like, yeah, buttons on I us mean, and stuff. I put a sign on the wall at Queen Mary with a picture of Hitler and George Bush next to each other. Yeah. And I... And said, "Are they really that different? They actually <laughs> really different." But are they really, out. Nick? But are out. they really? And then I stood by it and I waited for people to see it. And that like, was part of your art style too, though. That was part of your whole shtick. Like that was like part of your. Oh yeah, public a, posters. Yeah, like, like I, did. I did one of um, 
um, a teacher at Collegiate that I won't mention. Yeah, anonymously posting posters is, like, such, like, (laughs) a bang for your buck kind of thing. Like, you get reactions that, like, it's very, like, secret. Yeah, it is, yeah. Like, Like when we drew the Chinese man at, uh, at, at the Tim Hortons. Yep. We drew the, it was the key maker, it was nudes of the key maker. We, yeah. From, uh, tasteful, tasteful nudes. Yep. <laughs> they were tasteful. Um, 9-11. 9-11, 17. Seven, not, they didn't make a big deal out of it. I, tur- I turned on the news today. I, uh, I, I was sitting outside and I was, you know, listening to, uh, little Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew mm-hmm. and, uh, and I said, hey, it's 9-11. Mm. Went and checked out the news. Not really a big deal. I guess seventeen is not really. Yep. It's a weird number where it's like, okay, we can't. We we're gonna donate enough resources at certain yeah, points. Yeah. At twenty, the they'll make too. a bit more noise, but I think 20, they're just yeah. kind of. It's been so long, you know. Like. Has been very long. It made me think, like, okay, that's a teen. That's a solid teenager's lifetime, a chunk of time. Like fifteen, like seventeen. You're really you've been a teenager for. Yep. Four, five years, whatever. Yeah. Quick maths, but uh, that's you know you think about time in chunks like that. Yeah, that's a that's a while ago, and it's a fa- it's one of those events like dare I say World War Two that kind of like changed the trajectory of all the next events. Oh, Pearl Harbor like event. Uh, dare I say it, Pearl Harbor like event. That's right. P-Nac. Like such as Pearl Harbor. Pinac. What's Pinac? It's the uh. It's the plan for a North American century, Derek. Oh. A new Amer- no, the plan for a new American century. That's mm. what it is. Who, who's is that the, again? Is Which... that, uh, that neoconservative think tank document they came out with around the oh, time? Oh, yeah, that PNAC. Stating, stating that was Bush? The, uh, no. It was Cheney. It was Rumsfeld. Cheney. It was Bush. It, it was, was his crony, know. his little uh, gang. Yep, yep. And then... Uh, yeah, 9-11, man. Got to protect your interests. It was uh, definitely a a waking up point, I'd say. Yeah. Me too. That's when we started watching The Daily Show a lot. Yep. We were John John Stewart fans. Back today when it was the solid lineup, it was Colbert, it was Steve Carell, and then Ed Helms was in the mix. Yep. Um, all the greats, basically. The precursor to The Office days... Which were boy John Stewart really jumped out. Show he left season. at the right time. I'm telling you, he he saw where it was going. Oh yeah, he just left at the right time where people can be chill with him now. And like, have you ever, have you seen The Daily Show lately? Uh, Trevor Noah. I haven't watched with Trevor Noah. No, it's pretty bad. Yeah, he, in my opinion, a lot of shows are bad now. Yep, it's just it's just such from that left wing slant. You know, it's just so. Yeah. It's it's just like that. Um. Just with the, kind of the, what's the word, like pablum, the political pablum of the day. Like those 24-hour stories, and then each side kind of takes a side on it and does their little spin on their on yep. their angled show. And then you go on the next topic they're going to argue about, and you just argue from your base principles, which... Yep, yep. You just pick apart the day, basically. You pick apart everything in the day that you can get your hands on. We can collectively get our hands on through Twitter and all this shit. We just pick it all apart constantly. We're constantly at each other's throats, analyzing, discussing. Everybody talks so much now because of the internet. It's yeah, a it's all very like over the top, alarmist. Like 
Oh, everything. Every word is t- turn on a dime. And like everything is so serious. Like oh, it's the most serious thing. There is no chill time anymore. The idea of like plant, like people do this, but the idea of having your own little garden, planting flowers and doing t- just that's your day. Like you garden. There's a, plenty well, of people there, doing if, that, but if a lot of people comparisons are comparisons to like Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. Automatically, you know, like it's it's just over the top. Like you can't. Well, let's say I was, watched last month. I watched. A, I found a new Holocaust documentary. Mm-hmm. Thought I saw all the World War Two documentaries, but I found a new eight eight part uh, Holocaust documentary. And boy, go ahead and watch a Holocaust documentary, and you'll be like, "All right, it's uh, we're not really there yet. Yeah, we're not even close. We're not even heading that direction. Yeah, like, at all. No, it, it is true. The more you educate yourself about the subject, the more you see the the fallacies and the arguments. You know, like there's, oh, there's there's. There's 10,000 children that were taken from chi- human smugglers and put into Kilns. camps or whatever Kilns. whatever you want to call them. And, sure. And, like, they're being Poison fed gas. and they're being looked after and they're being, should we just release them into the wild with no parents or, yeah, like, yeah, it's not quite Nazi Germany. Last I, they're go they take them on, like, field trips and stuff, like... You know, well, not, this so here's the this is the know, now this not, is the up to the date actual uh, one of those debate things that's going on in the political world and one that I see kind of like the economy where I look at it and I say okay given enough time the information about this subject's gonna come out and we're all gonna see oh okay here's the balanced like way to look at it kind of thing but if you start to talk about it right in the moment there's not enough evidence yet so case being Candace Owens goes on a Twitter rant. I never usually get this mad, but I'm so mad. I'm here at the ICE uh, facility. They're treated better than I, I've ever been treated in the inner city, blah, 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 right? goes on and on and on. You know, the Democrats are literally to blame for, every, like, every single thing from that person's uh, point of view. And she's like, just wait. I can't wait till the documentary, till I can edit this documentary. It's coming out, and you all are going to see, like, how bad the Democrats are lying, right? So that's fine, like, for her to get upset. If that's, if that's what she sees, right? She's making this video about it. Fine. But like, okay, just just edit the documentary and put it out. Why would you... Why are you on there like, I'm breaking it right now. I'm yeah. breaking the news. But uh, let me edit the documentary. It's going to take 14 days, uh, 10, 5 to 10 business days. I'm going to have the thing edited. Then you just silently... If it's so true and it's so groundbreaking, right? Just release it. And like, why would you have to talk up this storm... I mean, I get it. She's Turning Point USA. It's this whole organization. I get. I'm not. Yeah, she's a little much. Uh, she's a lot, and um, I kind of knew she was a lot the first time I watched her, which was on the Ruben thing when she was talking to Blair White, that transgender woman, and they were. Uh, yeah, her yelling Rogan and shit. interview was pretty bad too. It, it was, was like, pretty really bad. bad. He called her on a lot of stuff that, like, she just she she was one of those, you know, when the person's. You can see him in the corner, like a little mouse, like in that corner of the argument. And they're just like scurrying, like you're throwing logic at them. And they're just kind of scurrying left and right, like trying to f- trying to throw you off like a magician. And you're like, no, no, no. Yeah. There's inconsistencies in what she says. And if you go to like her rational wiki page, I don't know if you ever frequent rational wiki. It's really funny. If you like Joe to- Rogan, I figured it out. Yeah. I figured out his role All right. in the New World Order. All right, okay. here he is. He is sent. To sabotage up-and-comers with potential by 
putting them in compromising. It's like, oh, Elon he's Musk. He's an argument, like, he's specialist. Probably, Elon Musk, I think people people would probably vote for him if he ran for president. Duck pit. Duck I would. Pit. In a second. Let's put, let's put him. Let's get Joe Rogan to hand him a blunt, you know, or. Uh, oh, it's all orchestrated, or yeah. Or Candace Owen, he comes, she, he had her on, you know, he kind of gave her some qu- not good questions, and she fuck, she, uh, she dropped the ball there. Yeah, but when when she was, he was talking about global warming, though, she made no sense because because yeah. he was saying like. Yeah, she took like the total like. She went, oh, what's that website? What's oh dot com? That means they make money. Yeah. That's like the fallacy, like when people talk about GMOs and glyphosate and stuff, and they say it causes cancer because. Because of these different reasons that are not real it's not about it's about the data that's all it's not a there's no real argument really when there's data involved something like the abortion debate is more philosophical there's there's data on abortions but there's not data on the uh, on the actual argument because it's more of a philosophical what you believe things can the truth can sort of change based on your almost spiritual beliefs in that argument yeah and like there's there's just different you can have even with the truth even if with the data there's different opinions on like what the best course oh yeah there's splinter arguments right yeah yeah how much money do we spend on this thing oh carbon tax what do you mean oh like yeah that kind of thing you know there's the free market argument that you just let the free market go and it's gonna but like that you know greed greed will uh Cause a lot of problems, you know, but yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. Well, she. Well, dang. Well, what's going on with this podcast? What are we gonna do here? What's the next thing? Let's uh, let's uh, what are we gonna do? Start doing guests. Start doing a new show. Let's just do the Derek and Nick show. Yeah. We'll just argue. Cause yeah. these. We can do whatever. We get the thing is getting guests and stuff takes extra yeah. time to like line them up and everything. It's easier to just do it on the fly. Yep. On the fly mode. Yeah, you want to keep it casual, you know. Well, shout out to the listeners of the podcast. Shout out to the uh, the the remnants, the ones that are still left. Not that a big uh, a big explosion happened or anything, but you know, we just were on a little hiatus. Isn't that right? Yeah. You know, um, actually, changing gears. I actually wanted to talk about this Doug Ford thing. Because I've been so blind to oh, local... city council? And, yeah, and, and um, I've been so blind lately to, like, local, even Ontario, like, politics and stuff. I've been not paying attention. And just catching this little cl- news conference thing he did. Just the clips, right? I only heard the sound bites. But his one point, I just want to... We should talk about this, is... I feel like it's such a mirror image of all the... pot, Like, what's going to happen with the monk debates coming up, the, the populism debate... Uh, David from shout out David from shout out Steve Bannon they're gonna be in Toronto yeah. debating uh, November second I believe it's gonna be on populism I don't remember what the exact motion is but that's gonna be cool because uh, you know it's controversial and all that but um, but it's gonna be an interesting debate because it's like all the kind of the dualistic nature of every human thought right now that's going on right yep it's that the kind of ideal war that's brewing it's yep. been brewing for a while I think it's gonna get a little hotter and i don't know what the result's gonna be but i don't know if it's, it's gonna, gonna be full-on civil war full-on <laughs> full physical civil war but anyways back to my point the doug ford thing uh what did he say so he's, he's cutting he, he wants to cut council in half right 50 to 25 and the, the, the judge the judge hold up can't do that yep 
because it's the middle of election. And then what right. what happened? And bring us what what was the what happened today? So what he I didn't actually listen to the uh, the conference. Was it today? Well, I heard him. I heard was Doug yesterday? Ford came out and he he said going forward like the next steps. Oh, okay. I didn't know if I catch that. I, I was just gonna mention when he when he talked about democracy. He said his whole point was, you know, what this is democracy. I was elected. The judge was appointed by. Then he name drops f- falsely Dalton McGinty, who appointed him, which just happens to not be the exact person who appointed him. It was like Paul Martin or something. It was like a different, you know what I mean? Like different level. Because Paul Martin, it was a prime yeah. minister thing or something. Anyways, you know that this democracy. They elected me. And then my th- question was like, what to do? Whatever you wanted, steamroll at every anything. Like t- the other side would say, democracy is the institutions that are there, that are interpreting the law and then do right. But then the other side might might might. I think where he's coming from is, he was elected with the mandate to rein back spending, right, and cut where he can, right. And he says he's saying by cutting the Toronto Council in half. You'll find like twenty five million dollars in savings. Okay, so that thing, that's I don't know if we should jump and to like, that. For honestly, a second, but... like my inclination, like smaller government, like less bureaucracy, less counselors, like it sounds. Sure, good. I mean it's in principle, people, I get that that's a principle of. Really uh, no, I get that's a principle of the smaller government libertarian side of of the kind of thing, but a guy called in a CBC House of Commons in half. Well, that's that. the thing. Okay, so my this is what my other point with it is. I'm sure you agree to, to this that, like, in principle, you could agree with it. But then t- to talk about does that money actually do, you know, does it save us that much? Like, there's all the, sometimes there's a lot of stuff that a city spends money on that you don't realize costs so much or country, whatever it is. And you go, oh, like, you, you might be hyper focused on one area. Like, we could save so much money by cutting the military. Like, people want to cut NASA, right? That kind, or, or, sorry, the military, or, yeah, sorry, cut NASA, stuff like that. Yeah. Do you know how much they really get? Do, do you know the context of how NASA much they get? NASA is like 0.4%. It's something crazy of, low. Of 1%. Yeah, and they're uh, like, why are we wasting so much money trying to get half, to Mars? It's almost half it's, of There's 1% no money the there. Budget. Yeah. So it's like you're, what's an analogy? I don't know, a good metaphor, but you're, there's a big pile of stuff over here, and there's a little pile of stuff over here, and you're looking at the little pile and getting so, you know. Yeah, oh, little so, piles matter too, Derek. Little piles matter too. You know, I had a, you know. Growing up, I was always the type to pick up pennies if I saw them on the ground. And to me, that's, there's two type of people. There's people that walk by pennies, and there's people that pick up the pennies. And I think hmm. the people that pick up the pennies are better with money, in my opinion. That, maybe that's a real thing. I think Doug is picking up some pennies right now. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. But regardless, and I'm not saying I have the economic answers either, guys. Okay, guys? I'm just saying, it's just an interesting thing to to flip democracy on its head, kind of. So both, because when I think of authoritarianism, right? To me, I look at authoritarianism. Correct me if I'm wrong, people, as a sort of anti other side of the sea uh, slot. What's that thing called? A sea slot. A sauce. I don't know. A, I'm a freaking a seesaw. Oh, it's the seesaw. Yeah, the seesaw. It's I got gotcha. you. Authoritarianism, and then you got democracy. Authoritarianism is one guy that's well, just I, it's, a bunch got, of power. You got totalitarianism. Sure. After authoritarianism. Okay. 
Tell, remind me the difference. Authoritarianism is. Well, I mean, they're they're. I think totalitarianism is just like full blown dictatorship, like one guy. Whereas, uh-huh. yeah, actually, eh, I'm I'm mince I'm mince. Yeah, I know I know what you're saying they they're um. But anyways, so to say democracy is you know this is the democracy. Henceforth, now I shall be able to do whatever I want. Screw these judges. Basically, is what majority. he's saying. I mean, he did. He did get thirty percent of the sure, vote. Sure, sure, sure. No, sure. He but didn't have thirty percent of the vote. But I'm let the judge. So I'm saying hundred percent of the power. Sure, but I'm saying let the judge um, interpret the law. You know, as part of whatever our our. So I looked up the what's the word? Sorry, uh, sorry, people. I haven't even said what's the thing called that he's invoking. The. Um, Notwithstanding clause. Yeah, what is no. that? So what it is, is it's a thing that's unique to Canadian law, apparently, um, or at least in comparison to the U.S., where the provinces have parts, their parts of sort of the human rights, no, p- not human rights, but the Ontario Code of Rights or whatever it's called, right? Yeah. So they, so, and there's, so there's this thing that's only been used like, f- I think five or six times in Canadian history, and it was, it started in like the 80, the early 80s or something. Um, I think Chan might have used it for something, and uh, you know what I mean. Like it's this thing where you you use you you sort of go against something that might said. be that yeah that might be in the human right uh, Ontario uh, or provincial rights code, whatever that is. So for these special the circumstances, so it is going for then the, the council is getting cut to twenty five, even though the judge said no. Is that what's going on? Oh, I, I'm not that cut up. I apologize. I I'm gonna I can even. I'm gonna Google this quick. I can. Notwithstanding clause, like. I'm gonna edit this out just so we can Google it. Unless it's interesting and we can keep it on the podcast. Who cares? Um, I looked it up on Wikipedia and I was just reading a bit. Yeah. Um, this is kind of another. This kind of goes towards what I was saying about over the topness. Like I. They call it. Yeah. They call it the the. I don't know. It's like nuclear. Like he's gone nuclear. Yeah. With well, a little pu- yeah, like, municipal move. I remember when Doug Ford first announced this. Andrew Horwath was specifically saying that he, this is dictatorial, but it's like, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think we need to go right. that far. I so here, I'll give you a little background. Back majority. down. The smackdown on this lap now. Majority or not, it was he. He did only get thirty percent, like thirty-three or whatever, thirty-five yeah. percent of the vote. So look at so section thirty-three of Canadian tra- for you. section thirty-three of Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedom section thirty-three is part of uh, the Constitution. is commonly known as Notwithstanding Clause, or La Cause Non Obstante in French, uh, or the override power. And it allows Parliament or provincial legislatures to override certain portions portions of the Charter. The Charter of Human Rights. So the function, you got the function. So basically, that's what's going on. Is it's still going through, even though the judge. Yep. Yeah, you know what. So, yeah. so to date, check okay this. With it, to date, personally. two provinces have used the power of override. Saskatchewan used it to force provincial employees to work, and to allow the government to pay for non-Catholics to attend a Catholic school. Quebec uses it to allow the government to restrict, restrict language of signage. Other provinces and territories in the federal government have not used it. So it would be a first for Ontario. The federal government's never used it either? Nope. Really? I thought I was wrong earlier. I said Kirchen might have used it. See, I don't know what I'm talking about. Hmm. This is an exploratory podcast, people. Trudeau's don't expect to use that for the pipeline in BC that the judge just... Uh, see, that's the... 
that's the thing about these judges. It's like, you know, this pipeline's going through. All these jobs are ready to go. Like, mm -hmm. it was announced the approval for the pipeline. And, like, we're going to be able to sell three times as much oil to the world. Mm -hmm. And, like... You know the stock, all the stock, all the energy stocks went up on the news, and then the judge comes in and like all goes down. And I mean, yeah, but like, I'm not saying you shouldn't have any judges looking out for anything, but I don't know. Hmm. See, it's just these things in the province that are supposed to be like to me. What I'm reading here, my limited knowledge is these things that are sort of. Unique to the province, the province's sort of, you know, maybe culture, like like this Quebec is, you know, there are things about signage, restricting language of signage. So, you know, and in Saskatchewan, this thing to pay for non-Catholics to attend a Catholic school. All right. Okay. Well, like, whatever. So, how does that, it's just a weird, I'm interested to learn more well, about it, like uh, how it's going forward. In Ontario culture, uh, just, we're all, we're all about cutting things in half, okay? <laughs> Yeah, that's why it's here. yeah. We're gonna use it to cut it in half. That's right. We're gonna use it to save twenty five million dollars. Cut the government in half. And a guy called CBC today and was just like, "Yeah, I know, I understand how it works and everything, but like, he, you know, they're saying it's never been done before. Well, who cares? He's like, I want a politician to do something that's never been done before, right? Like, yeah. and like you can't really. It's one of those arguments you can't that. argue with. You can sympathize, yeah. You can't really argue with it because it's pretty good. Like in everyday scenarios, it's pretty good logic to apply. But it doesn't always translate, you know, to just try anything and see what saves you money. Like to me, my question is, it, I'm not well versed on the Toronto Council thing, but to me, those people are doing a job, right? They're doing. Some job. What? What's the point that that they're totally wasteful? What do they sit there and twiddle their thumbs all day? Or is it wow. just bureaucracy and it's just cutting bureaucracy? Or don't bureaucrats get stuff done, especially on a municipal level? Or what's the argument from the other side that they want to really just because that's argument's been around for a long time, well, right? I, to cut the it. argument against it is like you're gonna have basically half of half the amount of councilors representing the full amount, so like people are gonna have to take on more constituents and people it's gonna basically so don't they get less representation then amongst the yeah so like it's less representation per count per council right Cause so to me that's to me as a if i was a citizen of toronto i'd be like i want the the wage money to go to these people that are gonna kind of be there and the, you know like yeah it's just i guess it goes I just don't see where the money i guess it goes to like how cynical you are about like government and like yeah well, on a, if any level of government's gonna fun, gonna be required, it's municipal bureaucracy. Like, I don't know. Maybe I don't know the numbers on that either. As far as federal employees know, and federal Ontario's, versus Ontario's uh, got a lot of debt. You gotta, you gotta. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta pick gotta, up the pennies. Make some hard choices when you're. You gotta get rid of the penny. You gotta pick up the pennies. Yeah, you gotta get. You gotta pick up those pennies. And then get rid of them so then, that they're not currency. Start picking up nickels. Yeah. Uh, People will be walking past nickels and dimes now, Derek. I see it every day. People, dare I say quarters. I was going to lie and say I've seen somebody not pick up a loony, but I've never seen anybody walk past a loony or a toonie. No, people will pick up a loony. People will pick up a loony. People always pick a loony. Because a loony is like one thing. To me, a dollar has always been kind of one thing. 
Like it's usually a small a dollar thing. today is a dollar tomorrow. It's another saying. Yeah, it is. Or here's another saying: spend all your money today, have a lot of stuff tomorrow. That's a saying too. Yep. But like stuff is overrated because stuff like oh, breaks, stuff, man. Stuff depreciates. Stuff like gets dusty and stuff like. Some uh, some people think that stuff like Bitcoin turns into more stuff. I read a CNN money thing today that was a guy who spent in two, November 2017 he put 120 thousand into Bitcoin. Pretty far along was drained to put 120 thousand in, and then it went up to 500 thousand because that's when that uh, there was like a big jump or whatever. And uh, he basically he's lost a lot of it. Well, how, how does that make sense? I think because it went this, the article doesn't you know it's one of those small he articles kind of he, uh, he transferred it to Bitcoin Cash or something. But Bitcoin Cash is if you're confused about Bitcoin, try understanding Bitcoin Cash. Is if you're just a person listening right now that doesn't like, maybe you have a Bitcoin, maybe you don't, maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't, maybe you know how it works, maybe you don't, but. Bitcoin Cash is something weird. It's like when it started, there was a bifurcation where if you had a thousand Bitcoin, say, it's something like you also had one thousand Bitcoin Cash or something like that. It was like yeah. a fork they call it. Like there's all these programming language now that are being created in terminology and stuff because it's happening so fast. It was like a hard fork they called it. Something it's like, like that. all separate things. Though, it's right? a, like it it's flows, an altcoin. It has a different price. It's a it's a cryptocurrency though. It's also its own cryptocurrency. Yeah. Something like that. No, I stay far away from that stuff. That's hey, not it's the, all speculative. That's people. not the type of investment I go. I'm not touching that with ten foot. If you're like dude. a risky business kind Come of man, on. get into the Bitcoin. Yeah, right, Derek. I always say. You're I always say because it makes no sense to say and it's not real. But if I was so close to buying some Bitcoin when it first came out, oh, I'm yeah. one of those guys, Nick. Me I'm, too. I'm one of those guys that was like on the early train, except I just didn't buy any. But we could have bought them for like when we were listening to podcasts like about Bitcoin. A dollar, like $4. dollar, two dollars. Yeah. We're so dumb. We're so dumb. It would have been pretty sweet to have like five million dollars. <laughs> I know, right? I would have cashed out too, though. Like a long, t- like I don't know. That's the question. I don't know if I would have cashed. That's the question, everybody. When do you hop off? Because like, that I determines maybe everything. Hopped off at like a hundred percent, and then like missed out on the the next like exactly. four thousand percent. Exactly. Yeah, it's all your individual stock market uh, ride. It's like each investor has their own ride on the stock market. You know. You know, Nick, telling you about the stock market. <laughs> You should have one of those little tickers. Like one of those, like Mr. Burns has the ticker. Yep. That'd be sick. There's an update today. Update. Bitcoin's been down this month. Speaking of Bitcoin, it's been yeah. down. I think I went down a thousand Canadian-ish. I only ever hear month. bad news about it. Yeah, it's the bad news bears over there in the Bitcoin world. It's, it's, it's uh, confusing. You can't, like, buy anything with it. You can, It seems like, I don't know how difficult it is to liquidate or to... Yeah. To fund a wallet. I mean, I imagine it's pretty simple. You imagine you just connect an account to your bank account and you transfer money. Yeah, I yeah, I think on that level wallet. it's fairly easy. But uh, you know, you still have the political unrest on it on various countries. You know, different countries have experimented with banning it or not, and or like billions of dollars of just billions and billions, billions. And, and billions uh, have just gone missing, like. You've had whole websites hacked. Yep. 
entire wall to clear it out. And that's the one thing about it. It's confusing to people, especially who don't understand it when you say, well, it, it's a technology. Blockchain is a technology that essentially can't be hacked. But then you also have stories that this Bitcoin group was hacked. And so people who don't understand both of those kind of things are going to be like, I don't understand. It's you, I, you said it's not hackable. Why is it hacked? Yeah, I don't trust. Hey. There's criminals all over the internet. I don't trust it. That's why we need to delete the internet. And I'm campaigning to delete the internet. You just wait, Derek. You might get your wish. Good. I'm reading. I'm listening to... Uh, you might just get your wish. I'm listening to this audio book right now. And it's called The Ten Reasons to, to Delete Your Social Media Account. Bezos. No, it's not Zuckerberg. Bezos. No, it's by... It's by this guy. I forget his name. Janier Lanier or something weird like that. Google it. It's... uh. Basically, he's this like VR. He's a he was a VR pioneer, and he's a well, mi- Microsoft know, scientist. We were just talking about this, you know, having Instagram. You're constantly comparing yourself to all people's oh, yeah. like best images because everybody, you know, well, yeah. everybody selects their best foot f- picture to put forward. Yeah, Sam know. Harris was mentioning it too. That about. The, and that's what happiness is, right? I mean, you're just constantly like... It's all a filter. No filter is still a filter. Happiness is reality minus expectations or whatever. Man, I tell you, I've been... I basically le- legitimately use Facebook only for pretty much Pokemon Go communications. Yeah. I mean, that's actually a lie. I mean, I use it for other stuff, but... Yeah, we all, are, we all have this... this There's is, a lot of... We all are addicted to the little dopamine hits because those little they engineer those little buttons. To, even on like Neopets and stuff, we used to play. There, all this stuff is engineered. You know the intro music when you start a game. Yep. And you're like, oh, that stuff's engineered. You know the sound of engines and cars are engineered. Like everything, engines are engineered. Yep. Everything's engineered to sound a certain way or look a certain way. All that in a bag of potato chips. But yeah. what was I just? What were you saying about before the um? What were you just talking about? Uh, I mean, Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, Instagram, right. uh, Facebook, deleting right. Right, Instagram, right, 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 Facebook, right. Happier. The social media account book. Yeah, so basically all this stuff is, is engineered to to manipulate us, you know, and we're all, it's all, it's taken on a life of its own now. These companies that started these things had like arguably good intentions and still might, you know, some of them. But as far as the, like, it's kind of creepy. Like, the more you start to think about it, the more creepy it gets. And if you think about how much you have your phone in your hand and if you mindlessly scroll on social media, oh man, it's the worst. Like, it yep. happens to all of us. And it's, like, yep. kind of real. Like, you, we convince ourselves that it's, oh, that it's uh, useful, right? Like, I always say, of course, for the podcast, how would I not get the podcast out or, like, the music, right? Or, like, getting gigs and stuff. Like, you need social media sometimes. But do you, like, people function without it. Like, you, we just convince ourselves. Like, anything we're addicted to, we convince ourselves we like it. It's good. Yep. No. I'm... Cigarettes are good. Hey, guilty as charged, man. I, I, you know. Delete your accounts. The audiobook, after every chapter, they explain, like, all this in-depth stuff. And then he's like, delete your accounts. And then moves on to the next chapter. It's creepy, man. It's, it's literally the internet is so different from when we started on the internet going back to 9-11 man that was all coinciding this the, the real birth of 
everything even just before uh, social media, YouTube, you know, before all that, before MySpace, that kind of stuff, yeah. um, dial-up. You know, Early like, internet. Yeah. Man, I remember so different. going over to my friend's house and just searching for Dragon Ball Z and Gundam Wing images on Google, and it was like so the cool. fucking... And then we would print them. We'd print pictures. We'd just print pictures off Google images, and it was like the craziest shit in the world. That was what the fucking printing, internet was. Yeah, printing stuff. And then we'd, we'd head on over to Newgrounds. We waste so much ink, and ink was probably... Ink was ink even was maybe more expensive, It's still expensive, but I think it was... Was it more expensive when it first came out? I, I feel like it right. was. Yeah, we like would, we would burn CDs. You'd have a color printer, and you'd fucking print some color pictures, yo. Color pictures. Oh, man. Remember we caught... We, we made a Planet Namek type website which for people who don't know is a dragon ball z information website uh that was popular in the late 90s yep. early 2000s but oh, we man, copied I remember it. We the made first DBZ time a found a website that you could just watch all the dragon ball z episodes and then there was like because why ytv would always restart the series uh, you'd get so far into frieza saga and then like oh we're going to go all the way back to the beginning raditz again you Let's mean they watch. wouldn't finish it? No, they would get so far, what? and then they would just YTV. restart. Like Phil, holler. they wouldn't even restart at the end of the Frieza Saga. They would get like a quarter way through the Frieza Saga, restart, work their way back up, go a bit further, restart again, and it was like this fucking painful process of like restarting. That's terrible. That's uh, child but, abuse. But like then you found on the then we found a website where you could literally it was like a hundred episodes that we haven't seen. And you could watch ahead. Yep. Was it and Taylor then, that introduced you to that? No, it's Sam Doan. Oh, shout out Sam Doan. Shout out Sam Doan. Um, Friend of the and show. O- and the Doans. Shout out the whole Doan family, matter of fact. Um, and then you had That's Entertainment that had like the, you could go rent the D- the VHSs. Yeah. Like that were unreleased episodes because they, they had like the, man, I remember renting like the Trunks but saga. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the movies too, right? Freeze was even done. Mhm. Oh man. You guys were ahead of the curve, yeah, back then. I remember Taylor always used to pop those uh those free episodes and uh then there was all those compilation videos that were made. That was um pre-YouTube, right? Yeah, cuz YouTube oh, yeah. was 05. Definitely pre. So how are we watching those videos? Ewoms World? No, I, I don't know. It was just or like Kazaa or like no, there must have been What was the videos like what, how were I videos I don't know how did people get videos? Then? Before YouTube, I just remember like Ebon's World, Newgrounds. <laughs> no, I mean, there must have been... You're a technical guy, Derek. Hey, Donatello, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was the internet, man. It was free real estate. Yep. It was all stick death. I don't. I think I remember you saying you weren't. You never really went to Stick Death, but uh, stickdeath.com. I think I did. You showed me. It was like these video, this kind of comics or cartoon series, right? These like stick figure, like like murdering stick, each other. Stick figure, like it was a ongoing story slash. There was like Java games. Oh, it was this whole like universe. Yeah. There was a lot of those. But it was like a fucking weird website because it was like all about like crack whores and like <laughs> killing, going into like drug dads and like shooting stick Just, figures. Just like and... extremist content. Yeah. That was kind of to me like. The '90s birthed that kind of extremist content desire, like with the even those like WWF, like the Attitude Era. It was all like this grimy kind of like 
spiked bracelet kind of like bra and panties matches and then like people would come out and like they'd bleed yeah so much blood like today when you see blood in wrestling like the crowd gets silent and like uncomfortable (laughs) back then like the fucking people would literally go insane like they would literally go wild they literally had a bloodthirst yeah, like they would literally be like, ah, ah, at the sight of blood. Like they would start bleeding out their eyes too. Yeah, the whole crowd was filled with blood. Actually, you speaking of wrestling, you just went to an event. I did. Uh, I went to uh, Monday Night Raw at the uh, formerly the ACC, now the Scotiabank Center. Yep. Shout out Scotiabank. Shout out Scotiabank. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was a good little show. Who was all there? Who was uh? Oh, I mean, you had your Roman Reigns, you mm-hmm. had your Braun Strowman, you know, mm-hmm. you had your, uh, you know, Trish Stratus was there, little Toronto's own Trish Stratus. Uh, yeah, so it was all like the main card kind of people, Big, um, bigger names. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was it was a fun little show, you know, Monday Night Raw is always fun. It's just like a cool thing. I saw Jimmy Cordera, who was a former Attitude Air referee. He was in the audience uh, on in the lineup to get in. Really? He's also, uh, did you just recognize him, or did people all recognize him? They were talking to him, kind of thing. Uh, yeah, somebody pointed me him out to me. But uh, oh, yeah. he's also the host of this of uh, a show on the Score Channel Forty Three. Hmm. Jimmy Cordera. Shout out to Jimmy. Shout out to Jimmy Cordera. Fan of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. He said, hey, Nick, yeah, sure, I'll listen to your podcast. Yeah. I'm Jimmy. See you later, Nick. See ya. It's Jimmy Corderas. Uh, well, that's cool. What do you say to people? Oh, and speaking of which, they announced, so next summer, SummerSlam is coming to Toronto. Right. I did hear about that. SummerSlam, which is the second biggest pay-per-view of the year after WrestleMania. Is it going to be crazy? Argu- uh, well, it's arguable. A lot of Are you kidding say, me? Uh, a lot of people would say Royal Rumble is the second biggest. but uh, Oh, what's I, the biggest? W- I think Vince McMahon would consider SummerSlam the number two show. What's the number one? WrestleMania. Oh, of course. How dare I? Sorry, Tool Man. But SummerSlam is kind of like the summer rest, summertime WrestleMania. Hmm. Hmm. So that's huge. I'm going. You're going. You already got the front row seat. You're already oh, booked. I wish, man. Imagine you went on stage. Imagine you went in the ring. Would you ever uh, power drive him? Power. Give, give a man a power bomb. Power bomb. Hey man, you know it's uh, it's not unprecedented. That last WrestleMania, Braun Strowman, he pulled a fan from the audience and won the tag team championship. In fact, that fan's name was Nicholas. Six years old. <laughs> really dumb. Because the, the whole gimmick was he had he didn't have a partner, and if you don't find a partner by WrestleMania, you forfeit. So, so he, wait, he picked a kid from the audience. Yeah, he said, "I need a I need a partner." Why wouldn't he pick a big strong man from the audience? Why would he no, pick a little he, kid? He picked out he picked out this random long haired kid named Nicholas, and uh, it turns out it was actually a, one of the a son of like one of the referees, and he, it was it was a work it was a work it wasn't a shoot. Total, total work, brother. Total work, shoot. Not a shoot, brother. <laughs> total work. And so what did the kid end up doing? Uh, he came out and uh, he stood on the apron. And then he uh, he got tagged into the match. And, and Cesario was going to like beat him up. And he was like... Arr! And then fucking uh, he like ducked the punch or something and tagged Braun Strowman in. And... So it wasn't, it wasn't that long ago? No, it was uh, in March. Oh. Oh, shit. Okay. 
Yeah. Have they always in wrestling? What is the tradition? Uh, is there a tradition of ever bringing people into the ring? Is that because that no, to me that's like libel, liability. I mean, like not a uh, real fan. It's always a work, right? It's always a work. Obviously. We're not gonna pick a random person. <laughs> who doesn't know what's Just going pow- on. <laughs> power pile <laughs> drive them yeah. into the ring. It's like, no. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean they've used similar gimmicks before. I mean they've had celebrities, mm-hmm. but like yeah, of course, it, it was pretty dumb though. Celebrities, you've got your Trump, you got your Snoop Dogg, yep, you've got your, what's the list? Um, is there a, is it a huge? Well, you could go over celebrity hall, WWE Hall of Famers. So you, like you said, Donald Trump Hall of Famer, um, Drew Carey Hall of Famer, Pete Pete wow. Rose. Oh. Of, they, of uh, not not getting into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, you have, uh, oh, gee, the list goes on. Cindy Lauper. Oh, okay. What did she do, sing a song? How do you get in the Hall of Fame? Do you have to beat someone down in the ring? Basically, you got to get invited to a WrestleMania. They just invite you, and then you're just in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. So yeah. What, it, what is the, I mean, what does it signify for a well, person Well, Donald Trump has a longer history. Like, he... Vince McMahon... Does he have like, money in the... In well, the... No, like, WrestleMania three was hosted at the Trump Plaza mm. in the 80s. And, like, Vince and Trump have, like, been friends for forever. Mm. And, like... And then Trump was, of course, at the Battle of the Billionaires in WrestleMania with uh, Bobby Lashley and... Uh, I'm not familiar. As a non-wrestling... Not, I don't want to say non-fan, but as a non... Truly initiated wrestling fan. Familiarize me with so, the So, uh, the Battle of Billionaires basically... You had Vince McMahon and Donald Trump, and they each had a wrestler fight on their behalf. And and so Trump didn't actually fight. He was just there. Of course. Was, oh, of course. That should be a liberal talking guy, point. Trump didn't even fight in the in WWE. His guy was Bobby Lashley, and he went up against Vince's guy, Umega. Uh, Umega is uh, what ethnicity? Uh, Samoan. He's, right. He's a Samoan guy. And then who's the other guy? Bobby, Bobby Lashley. Lashley. And he's, what's he like? He's a big, giant, muscly black dude. Nice. Fought MMA. Cool. Ripped. Looks like a human boulder. Nice. And what did he do to the other guy? He beat his ass. He beat his down. And, he beat and, him down. And, and uh, oh, and the stipulation: loser gets their head shaved. So uh, that's was when Trump oh, famously right. shaved Vince McMahon's head. Right. And the hair wasn't long enough to donate, right? No. He never had long hair. He's a businessman. Yeah, I know. But his hair's pretty long for at some points. Didn't he do the almost like pompadour? Yeah, kind of pompadour kind of thing. But like it was never out of control. No. It's one of those things like uh, Kevin Smith's shorts where there's some, you can always Google some high points where it was really big and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot it got that big. But they're like pants. Yep. Or his pompadour is like a big bubble head, goose, a goose bubble. Well, uh, what else is in the what else topics, Nick? What else, what's going on with the, any controversy in the Pokemon Go community? Uh, you gotta stay safe out there. There was a shooting in St. Catharines. That's right. We all know uh, about the shooting that occurred. There was a there's now one suspect, not two little, suspects. I, I got some more Pokemon drama. You know, I mean, somebody re- recently made an account. My name is Turnbull One in the game. Okay, and they made an account called. Turnbull sucks F- or something. FK as in fuck. Turnbull one sucks. 
Fuck Turbo One sucks. Who is the uh, F K Turbo One? Which? Why didn't sucks. you just stick with one? Either I would have stuck with just F Turbo or F Turbo. So the, sucks. there's a player in the city who who is so frustrated by my play, the way I played the game, that he made an email, registered it, created an account. He's your hater. He's your Pokemon Go official hater. That's a, you, Nick. You officially, oh, I got on record, one. have a hater. Yep, for sure. And uh, I just would like to take a moment to thank my haters in Pokemon Go. You are the reason I do what I do. The reason he hustles. The reason he's basically walked listen to up. Alaska listen, and back in I kilometers. I don't know why you're hating on a free, literally a free to pay play player. Okay. The only reason I'm out there every night is because I don't put any of my own money in this game. He's. Do you, you know, guys understand I'm earning, that? I'm He's, earning fifty gold a night. Okay, I'm not spending any of my own money, so I got to go out there and get. My not money. like you guys who have to buy, you have to buy all your stuff. Um, but no, uh, Pokemon Go, man. Just to people that don't know, maybe played it when it first came out. It's a lot has changed. Honestly, it's a whole new game now. There's friends list. There's trading. Um. There's legendary raids. Like a raid is where like the community it takes so many people to beat a legendary Pokemon, which is like it's usually a powerful Pokemon, you know. And uh, the people we all meet up. There's like an active community. It's like hundreds of people. Everybody like talks. It's wonder, crazy, man. Do you like, know what the number is in St. Catharines of how many active? Well, how many would you say? Okay. Well, for instance, this guesstimated. last Saturday was was Moltres Day. So which, which th- what they've been doing is, uh, like a month ago, we had Zapdos Day. A month before that, we had Articuno Day. And last Saturday, we had Moltres Day. Oh, re- real, real original. So from 2 to 5 p.m., every single gym for three hours had the legendary Pokemon Moltres at it. So literally, I actually took pictures. I have pictures. I'll show them to you. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll believe when I see it. Over a hundred people met up at the Cenotaph on on St. Paul Street, and literally were creating huge traffic because people were like driving by and like, what, is there like a protest right, going, like, on? What's going on? Because there's yeah, like yeah, just a yeah, hundred yeah. people looking at their phones at the Cenotaph, yeah. and people don't even know people play this game. Right, they kind of forgot like, about it. Like, it's and a like path. people, the joke, like I, the joke, I, I walked into the crowd like, people still play this game. <laughs> <laughs> that's my thing. It's like, it's uh, so funny. Um, but yeah, like, and then and then uh, so. Basically, the mob just everybody hops into at 2 p.m. The event started. Everybody hopped into the gyms. We all fought Maltras, and then the crowd of people just all marched down the street to the next gym, which was the Chili Pepper. We all hopped in in that gym, and then we just marched like a whole group. We had a we had a basically a route, so it started at the Cenotaph. We Why don't you guys at, stop for a beer? Oh yeah, the Chili Pepper doesn't we stopped exist at, anymore. Uh, stop, went to Cenotaph, walked down Chili Pepper, then we walked down the street to we hit up the Freshy. There's a gym there. Good old um, Freshie. Real good Silver food Spire there. Church. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. And then Community Days, like, it's honestly so fun, man. So, wait. So, a few hundred people then? Is, that's not all the players in the city. That's like, not, no, is that's, there other pockets? That's like that's a downtown people piece. just came out downtown. That's not counting all the people. There's there's another group of speed raiders who drive around in cars. Oh, okay. And they try to hit, like, between, like, 40 and 50 raids in one day. Huh. So if you had to guess, St. Catharines, how many active Pokemon Go players? Like ballpark. I know it's, it's probably be hard close to tell. To, uh, I bet I would bet a 
thousand, close to over a thousand. Yeah, like in your Facebook group thing, how many people are in that? Like fifty, hundred, or? Oh, gee, way more. So that and that's like. Like hundreds. Is that only yellow team? No, that's 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 uh, all community. The yellow team. The uh, the yellow team Facebook group kind of died out, so now it's there's just like the Pokemon Go Niagara, which is mainly. Oh, okay. It's mainly St. Catharines, but like there's some Niagara Falls. And in that, in that, there's Pokemon. what hundred, a few, uh, probably a thousand. a thousand. And then you have another group called Pokemon Go St. Catharines, which is smaller than Pokemon Go Niagara, but mm. that's kind of like a weird. I hate that. There's always these splinter groups. No, and, and St. Catharines is more of a newbie group. A little more newbie. Bunch of noobs out here, man. I got a little for St. Catharines Hey, shout out to the Pokemon Go players. Um, if you listen to. If you listen to the podcast hey, go and you play. play Pokemon Go, write us at 123 Pokemon Go Street, Podcast Avenue. No, but there's, honestly, businesses downtown should, they're missing out. Like, they should have a discount for people Dude. to show show us your Pokemon Go, tri- D- like your... If only people were smart. Just show it, like, on Community Day. Every Community Day, have, have like, event. a 10% deal. At, oh, at, Nick, you're a at, genius. At the, at the, um, the Freshie. Because yeah. there's always people outside of the Freshie at the gym. What if they put a sign so every community day? Had a little Pokeball on it. It said 10% discount on people who show us your trainer. Like, just show us your yeah. your avatar. Yeah. That's smarter than opening up your own just a I cafe that's Pokemon would sell Pokemon so Go. many fucking Crack! smoothies or milkshakes or whatever. They sh- I haven't actually been. Oh, dude, they sell bowls. You know, like bowls of just different foods. I'm like intrigued. Bowls, Every right? time bowls? I go by it, I'm Meat like, wow, this, this place has a good uh, kind of like branding. They got the branding down. They got the health vibe going. They got good food. Not not pricey for what it is. It's not a cheap fast food kind of place, but it's damn good. Freshy, please send us some gift cards and we will put an ad at the beginning and the end of the podcast. That's right. And think about a Pokemon Go discount. Think about it. Just think about it. Cause I'm not kidding. Like literally, like hundreds of people. Yeah. If I was into the game, I would do that. Go, let's go here for a drink, or let's go here for a food. Oh, we all play Pokemon Go. Well, just so happens this place today only. What? What would you do? What did you do? like? Fifty. Ten percent. You think that's enough? I think it has to be like twenty percent. You just kind of go hard. You go like overextend yourself just a little bit to get uh, I think really 10% you're, you're gonna get you're gonna get some people 10% Nick that's so low you gotta go big or go home me and Drew always say go two or go zero you can't get one or something you gotta get two or zero alright yeah uh I wanted to talk about the China the Chinese camps oh so China's going full on uh yeah, so like I don't. Do you know more about this than I do? Because I don't know much about it. I we could even just take it's another basic. Google. I mean, uh, they have these camps where they they're indoctrinating. Got an problem. Yeah, the Urgers. The by the way, Chinese I think population in, or the Muslim population. In I China. think it's like you or your, It's like we're we keep saying it wrong, but I don't remember how to say it. But yeah, so they have re-indoctrination re-indo- camps where they're trying to. It's fr- they want to make them. I love. heard it's full on like they're literally like. Forcing them to eat pork and stuff. Yes, like, uh, it was kind of almost comical the way that uh, I yeah. heard the news. Well, okay, I, I, I have seen some stuff on this. Um, on some of, like, the Instagram channels that are prompted for me. Okay. Um, which, for some reason, I get all sorts of, like, right-wing kind of, like, mega <laughs> channels. Yeah. 
where we go on, we go all Q. Right. Because, Great Awakening, you know, all that stuff. Right, because you're a le- you're a right wing insurgent. Um, no, I just I kind of keep my eye on that, you know. Yeah, I feel. And uh, the comments, man. Some of the comments, they're just like. China's got the right idea. Like, we need to start doing this. Oh, yeah. I know. And, I could totally got, see the Donald. And then you have, though. like, some people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa let's, let's, let's not go full on Third Reich here, guys. Right, like, right, right. Like, yeah, the camps be, are great. Yeah, camps. Let's not be the exact thing we're being accused of being. Right. <laughs> like, That's the problem. Stay, stay in the center, everybody. It's just comfortable. Yeah, the center's the so center. nice. It's just... The center is interesting because... Not only you could be lazy and be a centrist, but it is interesting you could also... though that China is not getting any criticism about this from like where's. Well, I just see this here. It says. Um... So wait, China has over a million Muslims in concentration camps. Why is that's isn't a lot of people? Isn't shouldn't that be like the main story on CNN rather than this fucking Russia hacked our well, election? Well, so here's what it is, right? So it's in when you read your Al Jazeera's, you read, you listen to your BBC news. People you're love China, hear about this. China, because. America is right, especially right now, but they always have been. Yeah, they give you world news, but they're also hyper-focused on America. That's why when you listen to these international news things, you're going to hear about this. But it's just, this says right here, U.S. weighs sanctions against Chinese officials over Muslim detention centers. But it's weird how, it's weird how it's like, why does these, why do these crazy news stories just kind of pop into existence? And then they're on every news site is talking about the same thing. It's like, wait a minute. We all just figured out about a million people in a Chinese indoctrination camp, a political and religious indoctrination camp that's forcing Muslims to eat pork. A million? That's so. That's a huge number. How do we just hear about it all at the same time? It's just weird the way that we've all set it up now, the way we take in this news and stuff, but... So now there's all these videos and different shit, but uh, you were talking about other camps. You're like, oh yeah, China has so many different. Camps. Oh yeah, there's. I mean, China, man, that's in a communist dictatorship. That's one of the things they're good at is creating camps for the troublemakers. So like, if you're like a a lazy, disobedient son who like your family is ashamed of, they they'll send you to like a marching camp or like. It's kind of like boot camp. It's similar to similar same idea, kind of boot camp, but they also. You know, those communists, once you start getting into those communist regimes, you're going to get camps. You're going to get camps. Right. That's a, that's a great thing well, the about thing freedom. Is, and it's like... You don't have to go to camp. It's almost like there's so many people that there can just be so many camps. And you you might not hear from them because there's over a billion people. It's like... Yeah. They have cities that know. pop up that are a million people like every Maybe month. Maybe if they start like incinerating these muslims people will get angry but i guess if they don't go that far people are just going to kind of let it i wonder i want to know all the details like how do they force me to eat pork they're like hey here have this pork and they're like i think no i'm sorry i don't eat that it's like if you just what if that's the only food you offer them and your choice is to starve that's that's gotta be expensive feed a million people just pork yeah i don't know though like i mean is it expensive i I love pork pulled pork fucking pigs breed like rats like it's true. Maybe it's not. Maybe they have a whole bunch of farms that are just to make the pork, just for the camps. The camp pork. Yeah. They're like, no, I insist. Eat the pork. You're in an indoctrination camp. Welcome. Pork's good. Bacon's Pork's great. Good. We love Xi Jinping bacon. is good. You like him. He's good. Yep. Uh, Xi Jinping, he's uh, meeting with Putin right now. 
Yeah, they're doing they, the uh, war games, Russian just, war games. Yep, they uh, they just I was watching a video from uh, they just had a dinner. They were dining on uh, Russian caviar and vodka. These guys. Well, that's man. a scary alliance right there. Is China and Russia? Because like what you positions? Can't, what positions of power, man? It's crazy. They have so like between the two of those countries, just like such a big population, and like they have like two massive arsenals. Like that's yep. what the United States should be afraid of. And that's probably what they are afraid of. And that's probably why they spend all this money on mil- military and shit. Is because I think they're afraid of a simultaneous surprise attack from Russia and China. Where China and Russia are like, alright, we're just going to simultaneously overwhelm their defense capabilities with nuclear weapons. And we're going to take them out. I just gonna, don't and know. they're going to hit us back, but we're going to survive because... Do you think that's cynical, or do you think you're rea- being realistic? I, well, I feel like that's... That is... that. Why else would America spend so much money on military? It's got... It's like, they're not doing it because... I don't know. This is a thing, like, I battle with. Because, like, I, I'm, uh, I'm against, like, the militarism mm-hmm. and, like, the constant war and all this interventionalism. But at the same time... There, I have a part of me that's saying maybe I'm just being naive and maybe that is the like the strategically smart thing to do is to amass so much force that you the other people just, just aren't gonna to fucking even, yeah. go there because they know that like you will fucking destroy them. I think that's the case. More that seems to be the case. I think that it's seems the case. like the rational thing, but like yeah, it's such like a cynical kind of outlook, like. That's the only option is we I just know. have to amass arms so yeah so that we don't get surprise attacked by the rest of the world, like why can't humanity just kind of like you know yeah get together you know man I know it's just one of those things where it's I, I think the Chinese are pretty cool mm. I like I like all people too I love humanity I Lo- just... love is the answer Derek I love is all we need. I watched uh, the Beatles documentary that's on Netflix called The History of the Beatles. Man, if you ever guys want, just like, even if you know about the Beatles or you don't, you just want a nice refresher course, you know, everything condensed into a 45-minute documentary. Get yourself some hot cocoa and watch a Beatles documentary. Some beans. Get some beans. <laughs> Get yourself some hot cocoa and a side of kidney beans. And, uh, you know, relive the, um, sort of the 50s, 60s, 70s, even into the 80s kind of culture, the whole world's culture, especially Western, which ran into the Eastern culture as well at points, and the music got all over the world, of course. Someone made an interesting comment, a YouTube, an interesting YouTube comment, which is pretty rare these days. It's just a comparison of the views on John Lennon's Imagine and some other whatever, like Desposito. And Desposito's like, you know, 550, like whatever. Or it's like 5 billion or something. It's one of those like Gangnam Style ones that got up to so many billion. Like if you look up Gangnam Style, it's at like, I don't even want to guess. Could be 6, 7 billion. I'm not Is sure. it over? That's it's the population of Earth. It's over a billion views. Um, I can't remember how high it is right now, but Google that in two seconds. But you know, John Lennon's Imagine is like 
I don't know. It was in like like maybe fifty, like fifty million, eighty million. You know, a new Drake song comes out. It's like three hundred million. And like, yeah, a millisecond. Yep. And John Lennon's Imagine is like to me that song embodies just like everything about mankind almost in one song. Yep. You know, someone just ran up and shot him. He's just coming home from the studio, and they're like. Yeah, he uh, he shot him. He shot him dead with the lead. The point little blank. people told him to do it. I forget what his name was. Uh, but uh, Mr. Mr. Shooter guy, he's been denied parole ten t- ten times. He would have got out in two thousand. I think he served. So it was like nineteen eighty. I think that he got shot. It was in the fall or maybe something like that. Either eighty or eighty one. And um. The guy, yeah, the guy got 20 years. It would have been out around 2000, around 9-11, since it's 9-11 anniversary, bringing it back. And, um, yeah, he would he was denied parole 10 times. I was like, that's crazy. 10 times. Just shooting the guy, shooting one of the coolest guys ever. What is wrong with people? Yep. What is wrong with humankind, man? Don't shoot anybody. Nope. Don't do it. Don't shoot anybody, but especially not the guys that are like the best, coolest guys ever. That's one of the, you know you just get crazy. People get fixated on these celebrities. That's and they get to the point where like they look, they're so obsessed. Like I'm gonna kill this person because I. You remember that documentary about that singer on that the, goes? Do you, have you ever seen the one about the Bjork stalker, the guy who stalked no. Bjork? No, is it good? Uh. Yeah, he was crazy, man. He likes, he like mailed her a like a bomb that like shot acid out of it because he wanted to disfigure her. Oh and then he, it they it got it didn't it, it failed. Like I think they intercepted it, but uh, yeah, he shot himself. On camera. Holy shit! He shot him with the lead. He shot himself on camera. Put a poster behind him, and it said, and on the poster he wrote, "The best of me." And then he, he his his plan was to shoot his head, so his head splattered all over the poster. Oh my God, what? Is this a newer documentary or is it? Uh, no, um, you'll see this. There's not really a documentary on it. I've seen I've seen it on clips from everything from like real TV on like Spike. No, there's to no like, jack. Somebody get on that. Um, about to drop a good YouTube channel. If y'all like dark YouTube channels. Uh, check out the YouTube channel Horror Stories, and it's just like these kind of short narrated, basically uh, stories of uh, hmm. just fucked up real life incidents. Yeah. And yeah, you wanna you wanna waste some time on YouTube? Search for horror stories on YouTube. Do it, do it now, people! But don't exit the podcast. Just fish listen to the rest of the podcast, and then you can Google it later. Yep. Um. This one, I can't remember the girl's name now, but it was the girl's. I think we're alone now. And it's da, 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 yeah. whoever that chick is, there's a one on Netflix from a while back where it's like two different stalkers for the same singer. And one of them is this kind of like strange man. And the other one is some sort of, I think it's a trans, it's a man transitioning to a woman. But uh, she also has like various other ailments uh conditions and stuff like different medical things going on with her and uh they both 
are trying to get close to this singer. This is real weird. One guy already has a restraining order against her. And, like, I think it comes to, you know, same idea. Like, he comes to a concert with, like, a sword or something or, like, weird stuff. But it's they think they're, like, in love with them. They want to marry them. They have pictures of them in their houses that are, like, no, like... We're really like, you know, we're just like that. We're just such a couple like that, you know. Never been never physical even. presence with them ever. Like humans, that's when you see stuff like that, you really realize that humankind is not really just one thing. Like it's a lot of different it's a lot of different organisms that are at totally different just places, different different nature, different nurture, you know, yep. different DNA mixes of stuff neanderthal you know and it's yep you know we're all we're all different and there can be people with the wires wired wrong hey get them wires crossed up boy and they <laughs> and they just their lives make no sense like they're, they're not you're not contributing anything to society being a person like that that's just like hyper obsessed with this just one send thing them all to camps no chinese indoctrination put camps. Them camps celebrity Crush, uh, uh, stalking camps. Yeah. Reindoctrination into, you will love Trudeau. You will not stalk these celebrities. You will love Trudeau. Shout yeah. out to Justin Trudeau, who's warning Canadians to when you go to the border that we, y'all better be careful out there. Yo, I'm challenging Justin Trudeau to a boxing match. You are. Right? That's right. I'm putting out the challenge. Hmm. You heard it here, folks. Nick Carr. I'm challenging you, Justin Trudeau. Hashtag Trudeau versus Nick Hashtag going to take you down to Pound Town. Yeah. I'm going to pound, pound you out. Twitter, do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get pounded out. Oh, man. So why why are you going <laughs> to... Why are you fighting? <laughs> I'm going to ground and pound why, him. Why are you fighting him again? We're going to give him the old ground and pound. All right. And let's announce the reason for the fight. Alongside get, the post, the poster is gonna read. Trudeau, you're gonna get grounded pounded for a reason. Listen, I'm I'm against Trudeau because why, Nick? Why he's a good guy? No, he used to fall not, downstairs, fake. So bad. No, he's a good magician. I he's don't know. I'm not down. buying it. Okay, I'm not buying it. Um, I mean, first of all, but Nick, he's should le- we it's go what to, we always dreamed of. He's legalizing we weed. That is good. And honestly, although I think a lot of a lot of the uh, the way they're going about it, it's kind of they're kind of fucking it up. Because Ooh. wasn't the whole thing like it's gonna be like it's gonna save money, and less policing? But it seems like it's just gonna be more policing. It's gonna be Ooh, a lot of more fines, fines, a lot more, of fines, more penalties. Um, but get those checkbooks ready, everybody. But like it is cool that you're allowed to adults are gonna be allowed to grow, grow your plants own, yeah. And, like, Homegrown. Smokey's own homegrown. You're going to be able to smoke your own homegrown. I like how Doug Ford is making it so, like, it's not just going to be LCBO. It's going to be, you know, you're going to get some private business in there, which I think is a good thing. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it affects. I mean, I've never personally partaken, so (laughs) I don't know. It won't affect me one way or the other because I never, never tasted, never smelled that stuff in my life. Me neither. Never even heard yeah, of it. Never see. even heard of it, in fact. What's you it called have, again? You're going to hell. It's the devil's lettuce, all I know. Devil's cabbage. 
what well, what else you got, Nick? What, 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 what? all sorts of stuff. We got the uh, we got. Uh, I don't know. That's it. Have you? Oh, did you play Guns the Duel with us back in the day? I never played it, but I remember you guys playing it. Huh? Now tell Still me. Going? Okay, weird thing. If anyone's played Guns the Duel, I know you haven't. Except if Taylor or Jeremy's listening, you guys did. I can't remember which other of our friends played Guns the Duel, but. Sick I game. remember when that game came out, I was very against it because I thought this game's just taking away from Gunbound and we should focus all our energy <sighs> into Gunbound. And you were like, it's even copying part of the name of Gunbound. Yep, yep. Gunbound. Guns, the duel. Gunbound. I'm sorry, that was the only thing I had time for. Yeah. Guns the Duel, though, for people who don't know, is just this fast-paced kind of shooting game, but you had swords. Fucking if you've ever seen Attack on Titan, it's kind of like that. And there's like this fast combat. For a oh, we'll switch to Gunbound in a second. But let me finish Guns of the Duel. Guns of the Duel. Because basically, yes, I just re-downloaded it. And the, apparently there's like a thousand players that still play. Is it the same game? Same exact game. Really? And it's a trip because when I was saying intro music earlier, I logged on. And it's one of those old login interfaces that's, you know, crappy kind of graphics. And it's like got the background image. These anime characters kind of thing, and you log in, and then it's got this, you know, flute music, and you're like, oh, man, like, I forgot that song. And then, just, there's one of those games where nothing like it has been made since, kind of like FOM. There's these special games where they're kind of hung up in the past, because they're obviously, they're, they got Remind me, so the, the gimmick was, you can run on walls. You could dash off of walls, you could briefly run up walls. You can dash to the left and right, sort of in the air, and then you can kind of do backflips and that kind of thing. I think shoot. You can shoot, and then you can also swing swords. And so eventually, you'll be like having a sword fight with somebody and dashing through the air, and then you'll jump up some stairs and you'll like shoot some guy down a corner, like Matrix style. It was just fast paced, and I think no game has ever really come up with a such a fast paced fighting style since. Some people shouted out the Naruto game that came out last year. That's kind of dope. It's like. It actually looks really sick. It's like kind of similar, but the, the speed is not there because I think it was one of those niche. Nobody wants to fight at a speed like this. This is the weirdest nope. fast speed ever. It's too difficult. But the th- other thing that's cool about that game, Nick, speaking of Gunbound, is that you could buy your clothing. Like you play, 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 and then you get points, 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 and then you could spend on like ripped blue jeans so and you're saying t-shirts. It originated the Fortnite model. With the- yeah, but it's not no real money. Just in-game. Oh, no real money. No real money. It was just in, like Gunbound, how you got the in-game money, and you could spend that on your, arm, your armor. Oh, and yeah, your, there your... was in-game gold. Yeah, did man. you get gold in Gunbound? You, did you get gold every Every round? match. Yeah, you got like eight. Like a normal match would give you like seven or eight hundred, or if you get really good, you'd I get like a thousand. Really expensive, right? I think their armor would be like 20k, 50k. for a long time to buy 160,000 probably. Which was the Angel Wings. Yeah. Weapon X. Ooh, yeah, Angel Wings was sick. Um, no, yeah, Angel Wings, and then there was like you had the Weapon X, which was like a little floating thing, and then you had the Chief Helmet, yep. the Chieftain Helmet. Yeah, you got most of it. I think you got like a seventy-five percent of the armor. I got everything get, I wanted. Oh, you got it all. My apologies. A, my apologies. Which was I forget specifically the set I wanted, but it was Angel Wings, Chieftain Helmet, Weapon X. And then I forget. I feel like you could wear four things. Yeah, I think you could wear you could wear goggles of some kind, like goggles. glasses. What goggles? There was like a scouter type thing, you know that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I had a scouter. 
That's yeah. what it was. Oh. Sick game. Still, Also still around, by the way. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think it might be in a slightly different incarnation, but Gun it bound. could possibly well be just in its old state. Very epic game made by Malaysians, a Malaysian company. Yep, uh, shout it to Malaysia. That was the days of uh, epic online free games that were actually good. It was kind of like pre, it was like 2003 to 2006, 2007-ish. There was all these free, there was like free MMOs all of a sudden. It was kind of before Warcraft really took off and really got huge. Yep. It was these kind of free model ones that were just trying to test it out and, you know, like farm and you had... Fairyland, Maple Story, uh, Fly for Fun. You had Guns the Duel. It's not an MMO, but yep. Just these, a lot of these um, free model games, and it was like, just you know, download free PC games, play with your friends. Really cool games. Waste many hours after school. So really, it was the Fortnite model, but it was 15 years before Fortnite. Yeah, and you know what's funny is people actually com- guns players now compare the Fortnite movement and combat a little bit to guns just in the sense that you kind of have that bubbly kind of jump you know like it's a little bit of a goofy cartoonish almost thing yeah it's not a direct comparison at all but uh still playing fortnite what's the news in fortnite? yeah i still play fortnite you know still log in there you know oh yeah they got oh. uh they got their 50 versus 50 mode right now. I didn't play. I actually play. I like to just play squads with random people. Mm. I like to go in, and it's funny because I don't play with a mic usually, but other people have mics, and they're like, oh, I don't know, just playing with random people is a funny thing. And yeah. like, you play with weird people. Like, <laughs> little kids are like, why don't you have a skin? Yeah. Oh, you must be really bad because you don't have a skin. And then, which is dumb. And you're like, and you little kid, you're so dumb. You're so dumb. Hey, kid. Go buy a computer. Well, s- s- wrapping up video games, I do, I, re- I want to say that Zelda Breath of the Wild is, I finally got over the learning, learning curve. It's so fun. Such good game. Very good game. Um, that, and I want to try that new Spider-Man kind of. I want to rent it or something. Yeah. Because they're saying it's the actual, like, the, the, the best superhero game ever put out because of the combat. It's yeah, supposed I'm not to be so buying good. It because you mean you're not buying it, or I'm you're not, not buying, buying it, it? And I'm not buying it. Okay. I'm literally not buying it, and I'm not buying it because I feel like this is just you know every another time another hype. It's just another hype train. A hype Marvel superhero comic thing comes around, and all right, it's cool, but like I don't know. But I Nick, know, did you man. see the videos, Nick? You didn't even see the videos. I guess it looks nice. It looks pretty sick. I want to just, I want to go over to That's Entertainment, get a Frosty uh, from Wendy's. That's not my style of game, you know. Get some popcorn, eat a weed chocolate bar, and then play some Spider-Man, you know? Is that so much to ask, Justin Trudeau? Huh? Well, the controversy is, you know, you hear about the puddle controversy? No, what's that? So people are saying that they downgraded the game. They showed off a graphically enhanced version At the of the E3. game. And then that when it came out to fans, you're saying it got massive downgrade, but it turns out they literally just like shrunk the size of a puddle in one scene. And like people use that screenshot as like an example. It's like seeing there's the puddle isn't as big. <laughs> <laughs> and the, on the 
artists of the game announced were like, yeah, we just we we changed. We just the size adjusted of the, puddle. the puddle. We just adjusted and we moved the sun and like we changed some of the reflections. Like, just relax. It's all fine. Just yeah. relax, everybody. It looks sick to me. I don't even care. These days, I'm not worried about graphics. Like, I'm, yeah, here's no, the thing. I, I I'm excited. If a new game comes, I think everybody could agree with this. New game comes out. The graphics are all of a sudden next level for some reason. Okay, great. So we get cool. I'm expecting it. I'm expecting the graphics to get better. When the new one comes out, that's amazing. I, I'll like to see it. But I'm already so immersed in the games that I do play that have enough you don't need good graphics. graphics. It's not about it's graphics. Graphics are Fortnite, for example. Graphics are like very simplistic. Game. It's like ten years old. Look at Minecraft. Yep. Look oh. at Minecraft. Great example. Look at everything. You just need the good idea, man. The good gameplay. Hey, I feel you, dog. Well, uh, what, any other topics you wanted to say on a, uh, um, episode 50? Of on the, the topic uh, of video games, uh, check out Detroit Become Human. I PS, actually do have them on the list. I PS4 wanted to actually... exclusive. Uh, tell me a little bit more about it. I wanted to know. Uh, it's a linear storytelling game, a storyline game in the tradition of uh, Heavy Rain or... Uh, yeah, Heavy Rain is that's probably the most popular one. Um, all I'm saying is this game, it's PS4 exclusive and... Uh, the story's all affected by your choices. Yeah, and, and no game in like literally my whole life has ever captured me as emotionally for like the, the fir- just the first playthrough of this game. Like I was so emotionally connected to <laughs> all the characters that like... Like I was, I was literally getting emotional playing this game, like screaming at the screen, and like every every time I'd finish a mission, I'd have to like go tell my mom about it because like <laughs> I like felt like I felt like connect to the storyline. Um, it sounded really cool. It's that, a really it looks cool real, game. It looks real good too. Check it out. Maybe really I'll can rent that. Yeah, can I rent good, it? It's a good rental game. Because yeah. You can play it. You can f- complete the storyline in like twelve. 12 hours oh like then maybe i'd rent it on like a weekend or something that'd yeah. be cool and do like one playthrough i'm gonna go right hey i'm telling myself right now this is me telling myself on the podcast i'm gonna go rent some games from that's entertainment i'm gonna go support a local business get me renting, some old caramel renting cop- video games popcorn. now that's a throw uh, that's a throwback man remember when you were a kid renting video games that's what i'm saying dog I'm going. I've, Were you a rental kid? Did you rent video uh, games? Occasionally. I remember once or twice renting for SNES. Because I used to rent games more so, like when PlayStation my early 1? gaming kind of play. No, like I'm talking like Super Nintendo. You used to rent of. back then? Yeah. Yeah, I would rent games back then. And then I think I did a little bit, but I think I should have really more. didn't really rent games because I never, I had a Super Nintendo, but I never had an N64 and by the time I had a PlayStation, I wasn't really renting games, so I was more buying games. But, uh, yeah, renting games, man. Come on. Come on. Everybody's got to do that. Well, I'm going to do it soon. I'm going to go do it. I've been I've been hitting up bats for some movies and stuff, you know. But then at the end of the day, you're like, yeah, I might as well just download that movie. Yeah. Who cares? It's nostalgia, though, you know. All right. Well, uh, cool. Let's wrap it up then, I guess. Hey, guys. It was fun. It's nice to be back. Thanks to every everybody. Guys, we're gonna listening. we're gonna have an episode every other day now, eight eight p.m. It's gonna be live. Just wanted to let you guys know. And just kidding, that's not real. That would be too much work. So maybe in another couple months or something, I'll do another podcast. Yeah. All right.
signing off. All right, bye. Bye.